And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Here we are, Monday. And the insanity continues. Yeah. You know, you and I talked about this last week, uh, CNBC's polling on uh, on the, the the best business environment combination of best business environment and the pl- best place to live and we went well they took the quality of life issues that that don't matter to most people and made them some of the most dominant matters of what makes a state a great business state uh-huh. national review added to what we did last week it says um This appears to have happened to CNBC, whose system for ranking states has clearly leaned deeply into wokeness. CNBC measures 10 characteristics in giving grades to states. CNBC allows points to each state measuring categories such as per capita crime rates, environmental quality, health care, worker protections, anti-discrimination laws, voting rights, and access to child care. On many of the social questions, there is not anything like a national consensus in agreement with CNBC's views. For example, 70% of all Americans, including majorities of minority groups, approve of required voter ID at the polls. But CNBC, in ranking a state's business climate, would penalize any state that has a law. So think about this. Why do the majority, and I think, remember when they pulled Georgia? Yeah. And, and Georgia, it was like, oh, I don't know, it was like 79% or 80% of the people favored it. Yeah. We went, oh, okay, everybody but liberals. And so you talk about voter ID, because people understand voter ID. This was even picture ID in Georgia, because it got, it, it was... It was almost identical, whether you're white or black or whatever. For and they were calling it. Remember, uh, voter ID is racist and everything else for the longest time. Yeah, right. To the point of who was it who said what? 
Who's against voter ID? We're not against voter ID. Oh, it's Warnock in Georgia. Yeah, Warnock. Yeah, Warnock in Georgia. Georgia. We've never been against voter ID. I don't even know anybody who was against voter ID. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) That's all you've been uh, uh, pounding. But they use that. So if you are for voter ID, which means people have confidence more. The reason people want it is to have confidence in their election system. Yeah. And they view that as a bad business practice. Yeah. That's why this is pure garbage. Yeah, it is. <laughs> of the 10 top issues graded by CNBC, the category of life, health, and inclusion is given more weight than the cost of doing business, cost of living, or business friendliness. This is like, the, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Colin Kaepernick, because he should be in... Because he has the right Marxist socialist ideas. Yeah. The states that landed on the top 10 worst states uh, for business and to live in in 2023 mm. Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, South Carolina, and Alabama, Missouri, Indiana, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Florida. Well, hold on. If a place is one of the worst places to live, wouldn't we see people voting uh, with their feet by moving out of those states? They talk about Texas and what's happened in Texas and how fast Texas has grown. The only state that has more uh, uh, net in migration than Texas is Florida. Yet CNBC ranks Florida in the bottom 10 to live in. That people moving to the state actively doesn't count. Hmm. Florida lost points for approving election integrity measures. Ensuring elections have integrity is now an anti-business position for CNBC. And Florida lost points for concealed carry gun laws. So the ability to protect yourself and your family is viewed as a negative, an anti-business, yeah, right, opinion, right. Wow. Texas is treated even more unfairly than Florida because we're victims. Uh, (laughs) CNBC accuses it of hacking away at inclusiveness, and the state fell out of the overall top five for the first time in their 16-year history of the CNBC measure. Why? Booming Texas came in dead last among all 50 states in CNBC's life, health, and inclusion score. Texas was dead last of all 50 states. <laughs> These people are insane. They really are insane. <laughs> Only scoring 53 out of a possible 350 <laughs> points. <laughs> Everyone in Austin is going, what? <laughs> I'm, he goes, I'm reminded of Yogi Berra's famous line about restaurants. <laughs> Nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) CNBC scattershot ratings would have more credibility if the survey's authors 
frankly admitted they want states to have almost no restrictions on abortion, no curbs on woke school curriculum, and uh, look the other way stance on illegal immigration chaos at the borders. They are all important issues, but they are not by any means the reasons that companies privately state, state, excuse me, or, or cite for driving their decision to expand and relocate to red states. So you come up with a question and you say, what is the best state for business? And the criteria that you use to make that judgment, none of it is based on business. Yeah. It's... It's based on liberalism. I know. <laughs> Don't go to these liberals or, or these conservative states if you want to do business. That's okay. Go to California. You'll make lots of money. But this is this is the new ESG type of approach. And, of course, it applies at the very liberal CNBC. Yeah, we, how does how, how does it not? And these are the things in business because I'm sorry. Show me numbers. Show me numbers. Well, it's not all about profits. Aren't all about numbers? Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> now give me somebody else to talk to. <laughs> well. Uh, you want to talk to? Uh, okay, we've got the CEO of Bud Light here for you to chat with. Yeah. And, uh, here's uh, here's Disney. We're tired of being number one. <laughs> Seriously, the, you know these parents the, think the, that they have. By the way, Disney. These parents think they have control of their own kids. Are you kidding me? The quest to be less profitable is a better business environment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember the pizza place? Yeah. Because we're yeah. going to pay more. Because it's the right thing to, okay, we're close for dinner now, lunch only. But we're going to pay, it's the right, listen, we're going out of business and we're going to be selling all of our equipment and everything. But, but it's the right thing to do. Do you, do you regret it? No. No, and, and that's, a, that's a true story, too. We, we, Actual true about, story. Actual true story about the pay. We're going to pay more. We're going to pay more. We're going to pay our employees more. All right. Then they shut down yep. uh, part of the day, and then they finally went out of business. And yeah. when the owner was asked, do you regret it? it? Goes no, because it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Nobody has a job to put, anymore. To at put all. everyone in your organization out, out of, of work. Right. You're a genius with a capital J. <laughs> I know. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. 
And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. You know, one thing we didn't get to talk about last week, I want to make sure we cover it here, Uh, the uh, Iran hostage deal, we are paying a ransom of $6 billion. Yeah, we are. It's a ransom. Yes. And the idiocy that comes out of this administration, if you saw the other day, what they said was, well, the money can only be used for humanitarian purposes. Oh, yeah, you're going to control that. I know. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, we're going to we're going to watch it very it, closely. As you know, something I, the, you know, what my thought was over the weekend. My first thought when we talked about uh, Merrick Garland was the bluntness in sending the message to the American people. And please excuse my language, but I don't know how else to phrase it. Basically, screw you. We're corrupt. Mm-hmm. Deal mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. That's what really came out of that. The, the message. And then when you see the messages being sent here, it's that we're a bunch of suckers. We're yeah. the absolute yeah. bunch of so look, if you want to make the deal, make the deal. But don't say that it's not a ransom. And don't say, don't be for God's sakes, don't be such idiots where you say, Well, we have told them we'll only make the deal if they use the six billion dollars for humanitarian purposes. They can't use it for military. And how are you going to stop them once you transfer the money? Well, we can't, but uh, we trust them. Yeah. You know, we get, I, I mean, you can't, you cannot send the message that you were the biggest idiots ever yeah. on that. You can't. I mean, it's just, it's, you just, you shake your head and it's, and that's the, the, the message that is so crystal clear. And I don't know whether it's a lack of awareness or they are just so caught up in their own perverse, bizarre world of virtue signaling that they don't know uh, that up is up and it's not down. Right. Well, I, I mean, it's the entire the entire approach, honestly, of everything. This is this is what happens when you get away for ages for generations we're changing the definition of words changing the meaning of words over and over and over again where is it going to wind up well eventually you're trying to change the definition of every word because the truth doesn't work in your favor so you end up to where you where you are now nothing is in the abstract. There are very few things on the table politically that are in the abstract. Reality is at the door, yeah, and it's it laying at the feet of Joe Biden yeah, on most, and his yeah. party. On, on most things, reality is 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 it's here. Is there, as we've talked about many times? 
You know, I did like your exception, though, for electric vehicles. But people are complaining they're starting to connect those well, dots because that's why their gasoline-powered vehicles well, that's, that's the are thing. so expensive. And just everything that you see is becoming, you know, more expensive. Electricity is becoming mm-hmm. more expensive. Well, and I, that's, I, that's I, A lot of yeah. people are renewing right now, and I see a ton of stuff on social media saying, my God, my new electric bill, I can't find a deal. And it was funny because somebody wrote, well, you know, in Texas, I've been choose- looking between seven companies. They go, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. People like from blue states. What are you talking about? Well, I get to choose my electricity provider. No, you yeah. don't. Nobody gets to do that. Yeah, yeah, you do. And you can find wide disparities in what you can get electricity for. And you have a wide amount of choices, you know, more choices. Than you. And they're like, we have one. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's it. And, and you know, with the EV mandates, they're still in the abstract because the mandates haven't hit yet. They won't until 2035. But the reality is quickly rushing to the door. And why is that? Well, because the OEMs need to mine everything that is necessary. And they can't possibly do it. They've done the math. Everything that we have been mining and all of that that is shared in that process of making electric vehicles happen in, by 2035 in just the California mandate would require us to double or triple or even more the mining process of many of those items. And that has never been done. No, it has not. It's never Never been been achieved. And there's a reason it hasn't been achieved. And already, as we warned, the left is on lithium. No, 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 no. We don't want you going into the ground for anything. You've got EV mandates, Jack. How do you think you're going to power it? Depend on the Chinese. Yep. Or Afghanistan. Or Afghanistan. Because the Taliban, they're not really our enemy. I mean, they were, well, you know, I I think that you did have, uh, uh, was it John Kerry upset that they didn't provide health care? Oh, no, wait a minute. That was ISIS. ISIS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Different terror group. ISIS doesn't provide health care. Yeah, this is the which was his his justification that to code pink that that's why we need to go to war with them that the the interest of the United States wasn't enough, but they don't provide health. You know, ISIS doesn't provide health care. Oh, well then they don't provide health care. Well then let's kill them all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be, might, well, what in God's world? They, I mean, it's just what what kind of response did he expect from code pink? Right. Well, if they're not oh. providing health care, they're almost as evil as corporations. <laughs> Why do they even exist? This is the insanity, though. We need to go after ISIS now. We need to go after They don't provide health care. You know, you, you look at the, the breakdown of a, an energy crisis. Energy was becoming more and more plentiful. We were on our way to actual energy independence as a nation yeah something that had been a pipe dream it wasn't even in the abstract back in the day had actually gotten on the road to reality and they had a they had to put a stop to it because the expansion of wealth and control of all of that wealth had to be theirs that's a great point we'll expand a little further just a little bit of the timeline because when we started working together 
everybody was talking peak oil. We're running out yep. of oil. Yep. 86690-RED-EYE. The West Maui Fire Complex, the one that recently destroyed the historic community of Lahaida and resulted in dozens of fatalities, is but one of several blazes that have occurred or are ongoing on the Hawaiian islands of Maui and Hawaii. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey starts with a fire on the east side of Maui. On the northwest slopes of Haleakala, that has been burning toward populated areas and also has been burning through some agricultural areas. Areas that were once planted to sugarcane have been converted to other crops in recent years. There's a large number of young citrus orchards on the northwest slopes of Haleakala. They may have been vulnerable to some of these fires as well. And then on the Big Island, a couple of fires burning there as well through some farmlands, ranch lands, and grasslands across the northern part of the Big Island. Rippey adds containment efforts are being assisted by a lessening of winds that contributed to the initial fires August 7th and 8th. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Red Eye Radio, he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Yeah, we're old enough to not live in the bubble of today. We remember, uh, and going back over the last uh, few decades, where Democrats were screaming that the only reason we're going to war is oil and we need to be energy self-sufficient. When we started doing this show together, the whole talk was about peak oil, that we were running out of oil, there'd be no oil left, and we need to find a way to be energy independent. We need to do something because we're fighting these wars over oil. Now we have as much oil and natural gas as we could possibly need, enough to eventually be self-sufficient, and the Democrats now wish to rely on China, Venezuela, foreign dictators for our energy. Yeah, it's really amazing where we've come, right? Giving you 70% each night. Eric Harley and Gary McNamara <laughs> on Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Those are pretty big numbers. All right, here's something that I noticed uh, uh, yesterday, and I just went, when I saw the article, I went, well, where's the wrongdoing? And you and I always talk about when we approach any story, we approach it with an investigative mind. Mm-hmm. And the CNN story out there that, uh, uh, talked about that uh, uh, Trump uh, was being implicated in a voting systems breach. Did you see that story? Yeah, yeah. That was out there, and that's part of the, that was, uh, you know, a part of why he may be indicted next week. Mm-hmm. And I went, and then I started reading about what happened and, you know, how his, you know, campaign, you know, what his campaign was invited to look at uh, you know, some of these uh, voting machines and, and software. And I'm like, well, where's the voting systems breach that would be against the law? And I didn't understand the story. I frankly didn't understand what the story was going to go. 
You're making it sound like he's guilty of something. I don't know what he's guilty of. And remember, with the history of going after Trump, Russia collusion, we know that we spend three years trying to figure out what do they have. Yeah. So I wake up from my nice sleep yesterday and I see Breitbart had analyzed it. CNN reported Sunday that lawyers for the 2020 presidential campaign of President Donald Trump received a written invitation to uh, inspect voting machines and software in Georgia's uh, Coffee County, though that is not how CNN's headline portrayed it. In the CNN story, Trump is described as being implicated in a voting systems breach, implying that he had personally hacked into voting machines or that his campaign had done so, but the breach happened after the election and appeared to be authorized. CNN's lead story on Sunday is titled, Messages Show Trump's Team Behind Voting Systems Breach. The article itself connects the breach with an imminent indictment of Trump that is expected in Georgia's Fulton County over the 2020 election challenges. The article's first paragraph drops the hint of that the breach occurred in Georgia, not nationwide, and that it was not prior to the 2020 election or the 2024 election, but rather in the aftermath of the 2020 election when questions arose about potential fraud. It begins Atlanta area prosecutors investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia are in possession of text messages and emails directly connecting members of Donald Trump's legal team to the early uh, January 2021 voting systems breach in Coffee County, sources tell CNN. Later in the same article, CNN reports, six days before pro-Trump operatives gained unauthorized access to voting systems, the local elections official who allegedly helped facilitate the breach sent a written invitation to attorneys working for Trump According to text messages obtained by CNN, on January 1st, days ahead of the January 7 voting systems breach, uh, Catherine Price, an attorney working with Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and other Trump allies, shared a written invitation Hmm. to examine the voting machines with the group of Trump allies. CNN reports that it had not actually examined the invitation, only that it has inferred its existence from other messages. Fulton County District Attorney uh, Fane Willis is expected to pres- uh, present the Trump case before a grand jury uh, this week. And so you look at it and you're like, okay, but what you're saying is he got a written invitation to inspect it. That's not a breach. Or it doesn't imply, what is the definition? Just like we did the CNBC story where they talk about uh, you know, bi- you know uh, what what is a makes a state a good business climate? You think, okay, what makes a state a good business climate? Yeah, but cost of right. living, mm-hmm. taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a workforce, whatever. No, how woke are you? So they don't they don't use they may use words, they may use terms, but they don't actually apply to the definitions that are most commonly used. So it's like I that story I still don't know after reading it well what what did you do But the breach happened after the election and that's what I read too and it appeared to be authorized I never saw in the story here's where the law was broken and this is what they're looking at Right yet the story implies there was illegal wrongdoing 
like they broke into the machines or broke into a database or something. Right, exactly, right. That's what was implied all weekend. Yep. It's like, okay, what am I missing here? What am I missing here? Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of things we notice in a story. Well, the story is incomplete unless you tell me what the crime is or unless you tell me what the wrongdoing is, precisely what the wrongdoing is. Right. The article is useless because if you read a news article and you come out with more questions than answers and you don't know what the point of the article was, except if you believe that they're political activists and the only goal and only purpose there is 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 to go after someone without facts. Mm-hmm. That I know, but otherwise, you know, what's your point? Why are you writing the article? It's not clear enough. All right, now, I didn't expect to see this story. All right, what do you Moving on to the next story. Yeah. Well, it is football season. All the teams are playing. Mm. Yeah, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. You see DeMar Hamlin came out on the field and made tackles. Yeah, right. So Yeah, that made breaking news over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty it's, incredible. It is amazing. It, it, it really is. Uh, but since we're talking football, a Native American group has come out uh, and is calling on the Washington Commanders change their name. Yeah, to the Redskins. You can't make this up. You cannot make this kind of stuff up. You can't. The name, the name that the team adopted when it was in Boston in 1933, the Native American Guardian Association. Now it's N A G A, the the Native American Naga. Is that supposed to be close to Maga? Hmm. I'm just asking. I don't know. Oh. Oh. Has encouraged fans to sign the petition, which is designed to promote our history and put an end to cancel culture and reclaim the name Redskins. The group said more than eighty thousand people have signed the petition. Wow. By the way, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to no. happen. No. If, if, and the reason it's not going to happen is the left is if, if, if the polling showed that it was 90% to 10% that Native Americans did not want the name Redskins eliminated, if that wasn't enough to stop it, if the left ignored you completely and said, look, you don't know what you want. You're too stupid to know what you want. We're going to tell you what you want. They're not going to change it now. No, it is not going to change. We invite all Americans to stand up for the dignity of every American under assault in today's increasingly nonsensical culture wars. The petition says this line in the sand moment reinforces undeniable history of the Native American assisting the founding of America with Native American principles used by the Founding Fathers in the U.S. Constitution. Oh, you're definitely not going to win this one. (laughs) And every American's right to the First and Fourteenth Amendment and not to be targets of the cancel culture or ESG. This is not a simple left or right issue for Americans. It reaches across political spectrum, dating back to our Founding Fathers. 
you're partly right in it. The, the the average American, it's it's not political too, but it is political because the entire Democratic Party disagrees with you. Yeah, right. Uh, the uh, Native American Guardian Association stands up for and is not only fighting back to preserve key elements of American history mm. and the First and Fourteenth Amendment. Uh, we are fighting for the civil liberties of every American. Americans see that they are losing their rights because of the vicious cancel culture that shows little care for their concerns or civil liberties. They certainly didn't care about Native American opinions no. on on the the uh, 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 on the name Redskins, did they? No, they didn't care what they thought. No, I can understand. If it was 90% to 10, remember the two surveys that were done. Right. Yeah. Then I can understand if you're a Native American saying we were canceled. Right. Liberals canceled us. Right. We didn't cancel it. We didn't want it gone. Think about this. In what polling do you get 90 to 10 on anything? Never. Well, in this case. Uh, well, the, the the elections in Venezuela. Outside of that. <laughs> and North Korea. Yeah. Oh, well, then again. No, North Korea is nine. No, North Korea is North 100. 100%. <laughs> because those 10%, well, they got a good talking to. <laughs> they never got a chance to ever vote again. <laughs> They're... Their votes were canceled. <laughs> yes, they were canceled permanent. <laughs> but no, I can see if you're Native American and you wanted the name and you were proud of the name and the United States canceled you. No, I mean, I understand. yeah, if you if you saw that as a tribute to your culture and helping to keep your culture alive and then it was canceled there's no other way that you would think about it then they're just trying to end talk about native americans altogether well i mean it was by by the left any name or any any team name that even mentioned native americans was viewed as an insult right and we said braves yeah how's braves i was how is warrior um, okay, from the left's perspective, warriors, yes. It's, yeah, they, they're they not going to go with warrior on anything. Yeah, yeah but, that's true. It's just, <laughs> But if you're part of a culture and you see it as a tribute, as something that keeps your culture and, and they, alive, especially in, in in as a part of pop culture in Western society, you want that out there. You want everybody talking about it. You want people asking. Well, where did the name come from? Why did they choose it years ago? What does it mean? But no, the left can't have that. Last week, the group sent a letter to the commander's leadership. Personally, I just liked the Washington football team better. Well, well, first of all, you can't have an entire team of commanders because what you just said, commanders, leader. Well, if they're all commanders, well, as we said at the time, who, who's who's the actual commander? What's the problem with the name Redskins or Washington? 
Oh, it's Washington is much more offensive. Washington's much more offensive to the left. Yeah. Washington should have gone. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's what they need to get rid of. Exactly. <laughs> well, you're right, by the way. The group that's that's proposing this, where their flaw is that they brought up the Constitution. <laughs> and dealing with today's left, you even mentioned the Constitution, you're going to get canceled again. Quite unfortunately for them. This is this is really fascinating. Very quickly, you simply cannot erase history and the target, the uh, and target the Native American community by eradicating the name Redskins. Quote they put in quotes while being an organization that fosters other constitutional rights, including players who don't honor the American flag and kneel during our national anthem. Wow. Well, there you go. I mean, I didn't expect that story today. No, I, I didn't that. expect I didn't that. that story. I didn't expect that either. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio toll free at eight six six ninety Red Eye. It's on our radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Interesting because uh, now you had James Comer last week uh, before uh, Weiss was uh, appointed special counsel, counsel to the investigation of Hunter Biden, say that uh, we're going to call uh, Hunter and we're going to call Joe. Yep. We're going to call the Bidens yeah. to, uh, to, uh, to, to testify. So, um, Really interesting what he's his response. Now he said last week on Friday, again the news was still new that he was he they're still going to plan to go through everything. Yeah, and I read analysis that this actually encourages the Republicans to have an impeachment inquiry, not an impeachment, but raise it to the level of impeachment inquiry, and that way they can get the courts to back them up on any witness that they want. Right. Well, I think that's the inevitable next move. I'm guessing the GOP will say something about that very soon. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> 
Those Weekend Golf Guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.